Today on Focused as Fuck, a conversation about binging. Not just the watching, also the listening and reading. My friend Steve and I talk about whether we are slaves to the binge or whether the binge is slave to us. But first, a huge shout out to everyone that's been leaving reviews and ratings. Oh my God, I'm just, I was blown away in the last 72 hours. We've gone from 45 ratings and reviews on iTunes to 82. If we hit 100, I will keep doing this for another month. The last episode currently scheduled is this coming Monday. And if Focused as Fuck hits 100 reviews on iTunes, and and that's unfortunately just the nature of the beast, I'm, I'm really only counting those, although I really appreciate anything that you leave me on Stitcher or Google Play or wherever it is you listen to your podcast. Right now, I'm just kind of focused on iTunes. So yeah, would really appreciate anybody doing that. Okay, so next up is the conversation that I have about binging, but before I get to that, one more note. Tomorrow is Tiffy's oral surgery. And if you don't know, Tiffy is my cat. She is a 12-year-old beauty, Calico. Um, and, uh, and yeah, she, uh, she has some infected ass teeth is the technical term. She needs them all out. I got a cab coming at the ass crack of dawn, which I will, uh, elaborate on later. Uh, so hang out for that lovely number. We gotta go up to Yonkers where apparently one of the better oral surgeons for kitties in the city is. And, uh, and I will, uh, I will drop her off at about eight in the morning. I will come back at about five or six, um, and hopefully she will feel a lot less uh, painfulness. Painfulness. She's she's been very uncomfortable. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to give that note and sort of that as a caveat for why this is a fast and loose, focused as fuck episode. Okay, so let's switch gears and go to my conversation with Steve. Fuck it, we're doing it live. Meet my friend Steve. Hello. Steve and I met at a learner's house, which if you're a new listener or haven't heard me talk about this in the past, basically it's like an Airbnb that uh, I'll rent with some friends and 10 strangers will descend in the house with something to work on or learn for 10 days. Steve and I met at one in 2014, like over that New Year's? Yeah, 2013 20, to 2014? Yeah. yeah. Just a note, if you're interested in learning more about a learner's house that you could attend, hang out after the credits um, and uh, he's, he's one of my best friends it's true yeah we uh, hang out we like once a month twice a month ever since then so it's been quite a friendship and what do, what do we do when we hang out <laughs> it's, it's funny because every time we hang out we sometimes we get dinner but mostly we just walk in circles in New York City for <laughs> hours like aimlessly we'll end up in like all sorts of weird areas of New York City it's great <laughs> when we get dinner it looks a lot like a date <laughs> yeah it's, it's hot <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to talk about something though. All right, uh, before we get too deep into this tape, I just had a, a side note. You've actually, uh, I've, I've, you've heard me talk about Steve before. Prepare for unfocused.af, lol. I apologize for the sound quality recorded on the streets of New York, which is so fun, by the way. Like just running around with a microphone, passing back and forth between two people, and like the eyes you get are really funny. Because unlike with vlogging, people don't like cover their face and like get mad at you. They just get curious because they want to know what you're doing, and they're not self conscious in the way they are around video cameras 
Sweeping generalization, but I think an interesting one. So yeah, before we get to the tape, I just wanted to shout out Steve. You've heard his name a couple times because he's the one who gave me the idea for the audio tutorials on how to leave reviews. Now that you've heard the whole, please leave a review, please leave a review pitch. Um, he was the guy who gave me the idea of if you've listened through the end of uh, the last several episodes, I do a guide on how to leave a review on your desktop on iTunes and, and how to do it on the iPhone. Uh, he had that cute idea. I was just going to do a short link that you could go to, um, which is focus.af. You could just go to that and it takes you to the iTunes page. But he, he was like, no, no, you should like walk people through it step by step. It could be fun. And I'm, it was fun to record. So thanks for that, Steve. All right. Enough, Zach. Roll the tape. Uh, and I, you, you had a topic in mind. It was a good one. So generally the practice of binging. It's a, <laughs> it's a common practice. Most people have binged a show or two, especially now in the Netflix age. I'm like, what? I, I don't know if I can relate to this. This sounds <laughs> like something that I have no experience with. Definitely not two shows this month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I definitely have to binge those shows. Well, what did you say I have to binge now? Oh, uh, specifically Dear White People, which is fucking amazing. And if you want bonus time, Girl Boss is really good. Yeah, I... I saw the Dear White People movie, so I feel like I thought the show was going to be uh, just like a rehashing. A rehashing but I, I'm now excited because Zach tells me that it's uh, it takes off where the movie leaves off. So yeah. that's that's very exciting. So what brought binging to my mind is the past few week, the past two weeks, I uh, fell into these two audio novels. Um, the first one was The Name of the Wind, which is a fiction novel, and then the second one is uh, Harry Potter and the Methods of Rationality. And one of those is free, right? Yeah, yeah. So Harry Potter and the Methods of Rationality is a, it's a free book, and it's also a podcast uh, where they, they put the book to, to words that you can listen to. So cool. Yeah, so um, the, I think what struck me about falling into these two pieces of media was how deeply I fell in. Like, I, like, didn't, like, I took days off of work to just listen to these things. I, like, couldn't... I couldn't bring myself to actually do work. I was so, like, into them. And I got the sense that, like, my life was on hold until they finished. And so, like, the fact that I'm done and out of it now and I can be, like, a normal human who works is just a factor of the fact, <laughs> a function of the fact that, like, it ended. Right. Like, if they just had more content, like, would I still be in it? Like, like how would I, would I ever leave? Like, if Netflix ever, like, is there, is there a time when Netflix becomes so big and they just produce so much good content that I, like, never leave? I just, like watch content my whole life yeah. I think when they can project directly in your brain and your eyes don't have any fatigue I think that that's the turning point that's, yeah that's it's scary well like the the two things that I just binged most usually when I when I binge or when people talk about binging they're, they're talking about TV shows um, but but people have but you can also binge books and both of the things that I was binging were audio right so um, I do find my eyes getting bored when I binge audio so uh, I found this uh, this video game on the iPhone balls B A L L Z that I just I just play this video game it's a very casual game while listening to this audiobook it's it's great that's awesome and like so like I don't know I, I have a couple of things like one like when I binge TV and like holy shit when Stranger Things dropped oh, yeah. my entire life ceased yeah. to exist yeah for 10 hours as I watched every episode back to back overnight. I pulled an all-nighter to finish that oh series. Yeah, I, I think I, I took that. a nap maybe in between, but it was very light sleep because I'm sure they were going to come eat me. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to join Barb. But, uh, <laughs> but I think with audio stuff, it's interesting because you, 
like, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately as I've been getting into podcasting, there is no upper limit to how much audio you can consume. Whereas like video, you're not really paying attention to it if you're not watching yeah, it. Whereas with audio, you could actually have it on all fucking day, like while you eat and do all these things. Yeah, especially while traveling between things, like between meetings, you could be doing like going on walks. Yeah, even even in the back, if you have mindless like a boring job, you can have it on the background while you're like doing work. It's it's pretty crazy. So yeah, uh, I guess. What's your relationship to binging? Like, do you find is there a pattern you've noticed about when you start binging? Or yeah, well, that's a good question. I think one more thing about audio and podcasts is that it um, it's so much easier and like cost efficient to produce. So there's just so much more of it. Oh, yeah. So it's like you know compared to, like Netflix is like turning out content like it's nobody's business, but it still costs like millions of dollars. Oh like, yeah, there's an upper limit to how much video you can create at that level. Yeah, Harry Potter and the Message of Rationality was a crowdsourced free podcast. What, what that means is like, this dude started this show by himself and was doing all the voices of like a fanfic Harry Potter thing that like kind of teased out an idea he wanted to get across. And then he like noticed there was an audience, started like publishing the writings that he was reading and other people would record it send him the files and then he edited together this incredible like Frankenstein monster of like free labor that he then gave away for free and is this apparently very compelling audio thing now yeah I I, I couldn't tear myself away from it so I'd really recommend it but anyways uh, to answer your question about um, uh, when I binge yeah it really to me like the scary thing is it, it isn't a function like I think a lot of people binge when they have free time or when they get sick for me it's less of a function of my life and more a function when I come across good content and like my agency goes out the door I just have to finish it <laughs> as, like I just have to keep listening to it so all the time you're telling me you're a slave to the binge I, I'm a slave to the binge <laughs> and like I'll find myself like on activities that I like I'll be like out to dinner with my family or like a girl or like I'll be doing things that I enjoy doing right. and I'll be thinking about <laughs> The thing that I'm supposed to be binging. Yeah, like like whatever it is. Like I'll be doing like things that I love doing, and I'll just be thinking about it. So I'm I'm wondering. Do you think that creators have an ethical, moral obligation to have endings to their work? Oh man! In in the age of the binge, that's that's tough. I think even I don't know. Maybe, but that doesn't even solve the problem because we have (laughs) fan fiction. Like uh, so, Harry Potter ended, but then uh, this. Harry Potter and the Method of Rationality is a fanfic of Harry Potter, so I can keep going. And then they're fanfics of the fanfic. So I, I could, in theory, I could be, be continuing even if I wanted to. I'm sure some people do. Sure, sure, sure. But, like, it's not J.K. Rowling. You know, like, yeah, yeah, you know sure. I'm just saying, like, at a certain point, like, I'm going to lose interest in something down a, yeah, yeah. like any given rabbit hole. I think where I start to get nightmares of <laughs> living in the Wally world beached up on some, yeah. like, floating Vespa <laughs> situation... Um, where I can just like screen all the fucking time is because there are so many different rabbit holes to fall into and the algorithms are getting smarter. So like as the cost to create content, create, yeah, and, and allows more content to get created at a higher quality and as like programs and software and like distribution models get smarter at shoving things down my gullet hole at the right time, yeah. <laughs> like right thing, right time, I, I like. I'm wondering: Is there a point where human beings are literally just consumption machines? Yeah, I. That's a, a hard question to answer, and it and if, if it has to do with um, dissociating meaning from production. Like most humans get their like sense of meaning in the world from the things that they contribute, 
And so like a lot of people talk about these days, like when robots take over and do most of the things that humans do, for example, when self-driving cars are a real thing and what happens to all the truck drivers, like is it the worst thing in the world if there's all this wonderful content for them to like get to fill their days with? And what scares me about that is that we become like these self-made like factory farm pigs. Like I just think about how they live yeah. in these like tiny little cells, like just being force-fed, highly stimulating food, you know, just like high sugar, yeah. you know. Well, so the difference is that these pigs live miserable lives where we maximize the like the, the production of like pork, of like their meat. Uh-huh. When like, it, if you flip it and do it for the, like in the Wally way for humans, we're maximizing like human pleasure. So we're definitely, it's definitely like similar in the sense that like the, the pigs and the humans don't have agency, but it differs in that the pigs have miserable lives and humans have, and they're short miserable lives where they're unhealthy and it's terrible. Right. And humans have super long lives where you're spending all of your effort making them as pleasurable as possible, tiltillating every possible sense. So it's like, I it's guess not it, the worst thing. Uh, I, if that wasn't clear, he says it's not the worst thing. And in my mind, it's like still kind of scary. My thing is, so like for a balanced part of this breakfast, like, yeah. to, you know, to living a balanced life, I like, I think there is very much something to consuming both for self care, like, you know, like enjoying my favorite show to brighten me up after like a hard week or like, even like as an artist, like the inspiration and the learning that there, that there is in consuming great work. Yeah. Uh, what, can you talk a little bit about like what you see the balance, like maybe for yourself personally and maybe for, you know, just as sort of a rule of thumb? Yeah, it's, it, that's a good question. And it's hard to answer in the abstract because I think in theory, if I had nothing else to do, if my, if I had unlimited resources and my rent was getting paid and, and I, Every, if, every, if my life was unconstrained, I don't see any inherent reason why, you know, listening to stuff all day, every day is terrible. If you have life commitments, I guess, you, you know, those imply certain constraints. Well, I, I, and I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm like, like, I swear that if I had my money met and like all my problems met, I would, wouldn't spend it all on the couch consuming content. Like, yeah. I think I'm just too, like, I don't know what it is, but I'm just like compelled to create but yeah. I still would spend an unhealthy lot, amount yeah. of time. Like, I think I do spend an unhealthy amount of time watching shit and listening to shit and consuming shit. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I love the, I think it's Gandhi's quote of like, just because you're like well-adjusted to a sick world yeah. is no measure of health. And I'm like, I think that that applies to a lot of my media consumption habits. That being said, you know, I, I don't know, I'm an advocate for discovering balance and there there is failure in any learning process like I think failure is learning and so anyway if you if you learn from it um so long story short I'm just curious to tease out is there anything that you found in striking balance you just think it's like literally because they haven't cracked the (laughs) equation that you're not a, a slave to your screen I think in the past two weeks what I've come to face is how little control I have. So mm. I don't think I can give you, like, I don't have advice is, is the thing. Like, <laughs> like the, the point, honest. the point I have for you right now, like the, the thing that's interesting about what I have to say is that I am at the mercy of creators. That's, that's what I, that's what I have to say. Wow. Thanks for uh, talking to me. That's, <laughs> I think that you're not alone. And I think that that is something that that's where I see the power of something like mindfulness to like give consumers power over their lives 
just to be able to step back and take a breath and, and kind of take stock of, you know, like I have a, a program constantly monitoring my time on a computer, uh, rescue time. Yeah, of course. So I can literally see how much productive time I've spent versus how much consumptive time I've spent. Unfortunately, they don't, it doesn't work on iPhone because Apple's a grrr, yeah. clamped down on developers in a, in a bad way, yeah. but I still am married to yeah. the platform one day. And, but I think, well, one thing that's interesting, like, is that um, it's not necessarily that it's a bad thing that I have. Like I don't, I'm scared of it and I feel fearful, fearful but I'm not sure that like it's a problem that I want to fix. Because uh -huh. like I, it like isn't interfering with my work in a way that's detrimental. So it's like unclear if it is a problem. It just feels like it might be, I don't know. Cool. That's, that's sort of what I, where I'm at. Let me know on Twitter, at Zach Valenti. Is it a problem? <laughs> Yay or nay? Do you deal with this problem? Is it something that you think about? Is it something you're worried about? Is it something that you are comfortable with? Is it something you're happy about and looking forward to? I'm curious. So, uh, I guess one more question. Um, would you say you see a correlation between, like, kind of, like, shitty... Like, basically, do, do you think that it's escapism going into media like this and, like, sort of being a slave to the binge? And, like, is there, like is the reason that you're a little uneasy with this. You don't know if it's something you want to fix, but the reason that, like, you're even talking about it, like, you sense that you would benefit from more balance or mindfulness. That is a good question. I... Just hold the hidden metal part. I do get a sense that, um... I do get a sense that... There's a... Yeah, there's definitely part of this that's escapism. I like the midtown escapism Yeah. I guess if there's something on my mind and I don't want to think about it or there's some truth that I'm not trying to confront and I see this as a way to get my mind thinking about other things, that's that's escapism. I think you know that that's not why I fell into these things. Like just yeah, for for context, the reason I'm asking is there was recently an article on Femsplain, which I'll put in the notes below. Uh, where somebody was talking about discovering meditation and realizing through that that what they were calling self-care and watching television was really escapism and there was something actually unhealthy and sort of kicking the can down the road about it. Yeah. Uh, by kicking the can down the road, I mean like like basically like letting the wound fester rather than like treating it and putting like, yeah. you know, if you have something that you're not dealing with and fixing it, quote unquote, by like, watching TV or like having a lot of drinks and they should have, should have equated it like that. And I think that, that might be a little extreme, but it, it's also a perspective that doesn't have enough people to, like yeah. voices in that particular choir that I think it's useful to tease that out a little bit. Definitely. Uh, I, I guess the nuance here is that great stories are wonderful and like life has all these annoying parts. We have to like go to the bathroom and like, <laughs> like wash your dishes and do all sorts of stuff. And particularly, you can do this with television, but particularly with audio, I can, instead of doing all those things in silence, I can be listening to some of the best stories that the world has ever heard while I'm doing those things. Like, I don't have to, like, like I don't have to, like, walk, like take the subway anymore. Like, the, my time taking the subway is now spent listening to some of the best stories that, like, humanity collectively produces. Right. Uh, Fucking asshole taxi ruining my audio. So... Yeah, it feels like, and I guess it's like hard to understate, and I'm sure this is like, 
most people who listen to this will understand, like I love what I listen to. It's like, yeah. it's like part of what makes like my life so amazing and so much more amazing than the life of someone who lived a hundred years ago that I have this, all this amazing content that like makes me happy in the moment. Uh, I guess there are two kinds of happiness. There is like in the moment happiness and like reflective happiness with your life. And this definitely contributes only to one of those. And so if I like look back on my last two weeks and think about like what I've done, it's like, ah, like that's not that great. But if I think about like if you pulled me during the week and asked me how I'm feeling, I'd be like, like, I'm so happy right now. This this is amazing. Yeah. You like, you wouldn't be able to like pay me to like, Get away from it. You wouldn't be able. You yeah, wouldn't be able literally. to learn. You literally, you're an entrepreneur. You're like you own a company. You're anytime you're you're working, you're potentially making more money. Yeah. So like, so you're literally taking a pay cut to consume this stuff. Yeah. I and I, I woke up a few weeks ago and just on a Wednesday and just looked at what I had to do that day. I looked at how much left I had in my book and I was just like, fuck it, fuck it. Like <laughs> like you know, hold my calls. Like I'm reading today. Like I, like I, it just. I just loved it. Uh, I've been there. I th- I've been there. I think a lot of people have, you know? It's just one of those things that, like, is part of living in 2017 with all of this incredible shit so easily available and accessible. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say no. Yeah. Indeed. Hard to say no. Especially to that guy. And what a great guy. Thank you, Steve, for the conversation and for making tonight easier to make an episode because... I've got an early day tomorrow. As I mentioned, I got to wake up at the ass crack of dawn, which I promised I would define. And drum roll, please. It means 6.45 a.m. That's when the cab comes. I got to be up at like 6.15 or so, so I can feed myself and make sure to not feed Tiffy. I've already taken the food off the floor. There's like a little robot feeder that I use that's really convenient when I'm like running around the place, but, uh, yeah, it's the sort of thing that, um, man, uh, sort of thing that I would totally forget to turn it off if I just left it on the floor. And also she can poke her like little paw into the gullet hole of the thing and force food to come out, which jokes on her. She like has less food at her next meal because of how the thing works. Uh, but yeah, she's sneaky like that. So I had to take it off the floor. So anyway, um, that is really all the time I have for today. Uh, so thank you for listening. We're so close. It's like kind of scary. We're like close, but still far from the 100 reviews mark there. Last I checked, we're 82, which is insane. It's ridiculous. We were at 45 three days ago. When, how often does that happen? And each and every one of the written reviews and remember I'm only counting ratings and like reviews are included in that and such a bonus and I so you just have to leave five stars if you don't have a lot of time and don't want to write words you can just press the five stars and submit but oh my god the reviews that I've read literal tears have been shed and I'm just so so grateful for this platform and for this community so thank you for making this this first month of my 27th year one of the most special of my life so far this has been focused as fuck brought to you by kind of evil genius productions music in this episode is by Mies and glassboy from freemusicarchive.org and i'm your host zach valenti 
If you thought the idea of the Learner's House is cool, please go to learners.house and fill out a survey. I'm thinking about how to run it as more of a formal program and somewhere where you would be able to go on vacation, uh, sort of a working artist retreat uh, that I would be leading with a couple people that I trust with this sort of a thing. So anyway, go to learners.house to learn more. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Zach Valenti. And if you think it would be fun to hang out with me live, you can do that every single Sunday, usually around like 2 or 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This coming weekend, this Sunday, May 7th, I will be going live at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have a special guest coming on to interview me for their podcast about voiceover and podcasting. So if you want to learn about voiceover and how I got into that, if you want to learn about podcasting and audio drama specifically, uh, I will be answering some questions about that. And then I have a new neighbor friend that I met at a random event that will be really fun to, to chat with. He's in music and sales, and I have a ton of questions for him as I've been building a little side business, which is actually not quite as on the side as... Anyway, uh, more on that on Sunday. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can go to Zach.live, which will take you to a playlist on my YouTube channel where you can actually check out last week's stream with Rebecca Lombardo, a mental health advocate and activist, before this week's goes live. I, I make them private at the end of every week for my own personal pride and avoiding shame. And also just because at some, at some point I'll cut out the interviews and make those like their own thing. And I usually will take that content into the next week's focus. You've, you listen, you know, you're still listening now. Like you're the, you're, you're the like fam fam if you're listening at this point. So yeah, go to Zach.live for the playlist. You can actually subscribe to my YouTube channel and set up the notifications by hitting that little bell and you'll get a push notification whenever I go live or upload a new video. And that's usually the best way to just like be on top of my video content because I can be a little irregular and sometimes there are technical difficulties so it'll actually just come tell you when the stream is is ready for you so yeah I look forward to seeing you on Sunday I love that you're still listening I love that you listen thank you for just being a part of this crazy ride that is focused as fuck and as always until tomorrow <laughs>